Good evening, this is Mary Billings with KSOM and KS95 News. The Nishna Valley Family YMCA and the Iowa Women's Foundation held a child care crisis community forum in Atlantic today. The lack of affordable child care is a nationwide issue, and in order to fix the issue, it takes an entire community. Sherry Penny, Employment Engagement Director with the Iowa Women's Foundation, said we are short roughly 300,000 child care spaces in Iowa. Yes, we have a shortfall of 300,000 spaces, but if you talk to communities, typically what they, their need is, is for workforce. They have to provide these child care workers because we have to have workers in order to be able to open up those slots. So in Iowa, we've lost roughly 28% of our child care businesses in the last five years, over 56% in the last 10 years. Cass County has a shortfall of 1,184 spaces. 48% of child care businesses have been lost in the last 10 years and 11% in the last five years. We have found that the most successful communities that are starting to implement some sort of solution in child care Really, it's boiled down to it being a community issue. It takes all hands on deck because childcare impacts everyone. Even if you are in the workforce and you don't necessarily have children yet, or you don't have children, you don't want children, it still impacts you when your coworkers are gone because of childcare issues. So it does impact everyone across the board. Penny said there are a lot of things going on across the state to address the childcare crisis and there isn't a one-size-fits-all answer. However, she did share information on a wage enhancement program that Hamilton County implemented, which has been a success. She said there were four centers in the county, and all four were sitting at about 65% of their license capacity, meaning if they had more child care workers, they would be able to open more spaces and get more children served. To address the need, they came up with a public-private fund, the Wage Enhancement Program. Hamilton County has raised to date over $710,000. When they started, they had about $30,000 raised, and it's grown from there because business leaders, community leaders, county supervisors, municipalities all see the impact and the importance of keeping childcare open and available by providing quality wages for their workers. But they were able to, um, on average now, they have about $255 annually in this fund. They started with recruitment and retention bonuses. If you're familiar with Johnson County, they launched their wage enhancement program in March. They decided to do a straight $2 an hour increase across the board for any licensed and regulated provider that applied. Penny said going on year six in Hamilton County, three of the four centers are now sitting at 100% licensed capacity. The other center still has two slots available. They are able to increase their provider wages by about $2.85 per hour. Penny said there are now 10 communities in Iowa that are replicating this program. Dan Haynes, executive director of the Nishna Valley Family YMCA, said they have been working on a number of things to address the child care crisis in Atlantic. He said CADCO is working on sponsoring a child care grant from the state. The deal with it is, is it requires a one-to-one match. So if, we, if they give us 50000 we have to raise 50000 to go towards that. And we can use that to buy down the cost of a child care slot for one of your employees. If they're in the center... Um, so if we have to go to a $50 a week raise in tuition in January, this grant can help pay down that $50 and take that away for the family at least. 
But again, it runs out in September. That money's got to be spent in September. So we're trying to figure out how to use those grant dollars, but then we also have to raise some money locally to match that. Dan Haynes was asked what the community can do today to help out. Haynes said they would be interested in talking to anyone interested in a fund like the Wage Enhancement Program, and he shared the Friends of the Wickman Child Care Feedback forms that will be going around. The form asks how you can support financially if you would be interested in serving on a child care task force, among other items. Meanwhile, if you're interested in helping out, contact Dan Haynes at the Nishina Valley Family YMCA in Atlantic. The Audubon County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday awarded Graphite Construction the HVAC project for the courthouse. However, they did not award the low bid. Three contractors submitted bids for the project. The high bid was $3.5 million, and Graphite submitted the low bid of $2.83 million, 20% higher than the engineer's estimate of $2 million. And they're just kind of going to reverse engineer and try to take out the, uh, the hot water heating system to try to get this down to somewhere around $2 million. Um, but we're at $2.83 million. It's just too big of a number. Um, we have about a million dollars in ARPA money, but for the county to bite off another you know, $1.8 million, it's just, it's just too much. And we're, we, we believe we can fund and finance a million, but to go one point eight it just it's just too big of a bite. Sorensen is optimistic the county will whittle the project down to two million dollars and still have the improvements needed to update the antiquated system. The Guthrie County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday approved a $1 per hour raise for the members of the facilities department. The vote was not unanimous. Facilities manager Brandon Thompson initially requested a $1.50 raise. So I'm proposing a $1.50 an hour increase to our department uh, due directly to the increase of workload due to the law enforcement center. The building itself is about double the square foot of what we have here, so it's about 16,000 more square feet to take care of. Uh, it's heavy on service. It's, there's a lot of things that's got to be done um, systematically with day-to-day uh, -day operations, cleaning and stuff that does does uh, take quite a bit more of our time. In 2020, Guthrie County citizens passed the $8.7 million bond issue to build a 14,000-square-foot addition. The facility opened last summer. Um, I mean, it's just a, it's a whole another building that we have to keep track of, especially like the grease pit in the kitchen and the uh, sewers. Uh, we, we've had some uh, issues where we've had to unplug those as well. Um, we do help the IT department as well, and they're pulling cables and termination and wire routing. Uh, we have that uh, backup generator now, so we'll get an additional generator to keep track of service and testing and documentation for that. Steve Smith, Maggie Armstrong, and Brian Johnson voted yes for the raise. Mike Dixon and J.D. Keister voted no. But the root of the problem is it, there's, more, um, there's more work to be done. So giving you more money isn't going to fix that. That's right. That was my point. Right. Which has nothing to do whether or not you measure up. Because if you don't measure up and you can't get people hired, I totally understand that too. Right. So, but they're two separate things. And, and I think um, when you look at it from like a public's perspective, I, I want to be able to have both of those clarified. The pay increases start next week. 
Atlantic Area Chamber's annual Scrooge Contest is underway. The contest was created by Eleanor Hoover in 2002. Jackie Sampson and Karen Miller took over the reins in 2019 following Hoover's passing. Over the last 21 years, the contest has generated substantial monetary and canned good donations for the Atlantic Food Pantry. Atlantic Area Chamber of Commerce Executive Director Bailey Smith. Every year I ask myself how the community can one-up themselves, and every year I'm always impressed that they manage to do just that. Last year, our contestants had a record-breaking year, raising over $29,000 and 813 food items, and all of this benefits a growing number of individuals and families in our community. The 2023 candidates include Cheryl Dusenberry of Atlantic Golf and Country Club, Ed Hamilton of Ed's Lawn Equipment, Dean Junker of Atlantic Pizza Ranch, and Chet Manili of Family Dental Center. Smith said the contest runs through November 21st at noon. The contestant with the most points will be named Scrooge, and all proceeds will benefit the Atlantic Food Pantry. The winner of the Scrooge contest serves as the Grand Marshal in the lighted parade on December 2nd at 6 p.m. in downtown Atlantic. Cash donations are worth five points on the dollar, and one non-perishable item earns the contestants one point. Our food pantry continues to see an increase of individuals and families in need of food assistance. We have such a great group of candidates this year, and I'm very grateful to Jackie and Karen for volunteering a lot of their time to make this contest happen. I have no doubt this will be another successful year for the pantry in our community. Donations to a contestant can be made by delivering food or funds to their drop-off locations. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Andy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.